All right. Did you start up there? Oh. Okay, I'll have to edit this. All right. Now, the Mikubalim write about this concept of Nitzaitis, okay? That there are sparks of Kedusha strewn throughout the world, happened through a process called Shvira Sakelem. Shvira means the shattering of the vessels. <clears throat> now, if one doesn't have a proper hashkafa on this matter, it could seem to someone that this was an oops mistake on the Rebbein Shalom's part that he created too much or too much light and not an, uh, nothing to hold it. That's not the case. This is done deliberately because these sparks give purpose to man's existence. And it's our job to reunite these sparks with the Rebbein Shalom. The, the um, writings of the Arizal, the writings of the early Sefer Chesidus, and even until the you know the the Kajetim uh, Magid brings from the Reb Zisha that this is not just an Avodah for Tzadikim. This is for everybody. We got to know that in everything we eat and everything we use, that there are these sparks of Kedusha and that we need to elevate them. Now, our job is is to separate them from the matter and then to elevate them. We've seen already earlier in the Sefer Tani that mitzvahs maisius, action mitzvahs, are like the most fertile place because everything physical has to have these sparks of Kedusha to give them their, their existence. Then, we're going to see here that both through Limud Terra and through Tvila, there's also, every one of these is going to have an angle, an advantage, and a disadvantage. And that's what makes it so confusing, but you just got to, you got to get out of it what you can get out of it. There's a lot of Kabbalistic jargon here, but there's a lot of stuff we'll be able to get out of it. To understand that, which is written in the, the, the Priyat Chaim was written by Reb Chaim Vital of his teachings, <coughs> the teachings of his Rebbe, the Arizal, that Bismanazet, meaning following the destruction of the Besamikdash, Iker Habirur, the main selection and elevation of these sparks, is Ayadeh Hatfila Dafka, is specifically through davening. Ay, we know that the Mishnah says <coughs> that the greatest service of Hashem is the study of Torah. So if that's the case, how can you say that the main bearer is happening through Tzvila? Even though we know that the study of Torah is higher, is greater than davening. Ha'in the concept is like this. Sha'al Yidei Torah Mitzvahs, both through the study of Torah and through the performance of Mitzvahs, Moisifin Oyer Ba'atzilus. One adds, let's touch the word or instead of light, let's touch it as energy. Okay? In the world of Atzilus, Pirish, Oyer Ein Seif Baruch Hu, Bekelem Da'atzilus. So, if you were to create a structure, there are four main stages in creation. Atzilus means to shine forth. It's when the Rabbi Shalalim creates the first emanation. In this world called Atzilus, you have the ten spheres, 
But in the world of Atzilis, everything is absolutely unified with HaKadosh Baruch There's no separation between him and the Midas. It's all unified. From there, there's a world called Bria, a world of creation. Then there's a world called Yitzira, which is formation. Then you have our world called Asiya, which is the world of action. Okay? When a Jew studies Torah or performs mitzvahs, you make a withdrawal from the Rebbeinu himself into the world of Atzilus. And it remains there. We'll soon, we'll soon see that there is a trickle-down that comes into the mitzvah itself. But as far as revelation goes, there's no revelation of that or in this world. From the study of Torah, from the performance of mitzvahs, it is not revealed in this world. And it skips the other three. No, 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 no. Two. No, you'll see in a second. Meaning, Ayudei Talmud Torah. When a person studies Torah, it's bepnimius. The study of Torah, since it's intellectual, so it's the life force, it's the bone marrow, if you will, of the energy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the withdrawal from the infinite in the way of what's called meichen, of the intellect, that's the, the, the marrow, the true energy. And when we fulfill physical mitzvahs, then we create the externality, the the kalim of the mitzvahs, they are in the format of all mitzvahs, have to do with one of either netzach hoid of these are the there's there's already some structure there. Okay, that structure itself is not the marrow, it's not the energy itself. Those are already a form of how it's going to appear later when it falls, when it when it comes into existence. So there's already some formation. The Maisa mitzvahs contribute to the formation, to the Kalim. Torah is to the an actual energy itself. Now, but where is the revelation taking place from Torah and mitzvahs? Only in the world of Atzilus. There's no revelation here in this world until Mashiach. We learned earlier in the uh, in the beginning of Tanya that when we act with mitz, our mitzvahs ma'asis, we're preparing this world for that revelation. So in the Yemais of Mashiach, it will be revealed in this world. But right now, it's only revealed in the Matzilas. Rak, Shemislabshim. Here is the point that we're that it is concealed. Bibria, Yitzira, Asiya. It does come into our worlds, but only in the form of concealment. We do draw the godly light into this world. Now, just focus for a second on the direction of the energy. When a person's learning Torah and a person's performing a mitzvah, the energy is coming from above down into this world. Okay? It, obviously, you're, f- you're performing the mitzvah, but it's not from the form of a yearning, as we'll soon see by tefillah. Here, the, the flow of energy is an arrow pointing down. It comes from above to below. But in contrast to that, davening, 
by davening we draw this infinite energy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Bria Yitzira Asiyah Davka specifically into changing our world and not in a concealed way we're talking about literally God's energy meaning when we daven and we ask for we're asking Hashem to physically change something in this world we're telling when we ask for Parnassah we're telling we want our bank accounts filled right we want cure, we want plenty, we want, you know, all the things that we ask for. The, the ill should be healed, and the rain should come down. And it should give birth and growth. You're talking about the real change, visible change. That doesn't happen by Torah and mitzvahs. There's no visible change. It looks exactly the same as it did before you did the mitzvah. The four skips Yitzira? Here? No. By by Tvila? Yeah. No, he said the Bria Yitzira Asiya. Oh, sorry. Um, Atzilus. Atzilus. Yeah. It skips it's not, it's, there's no change there. In, uh, yeah, that's now, where it starts. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, but that, it's, it goes from the Orient side, which is even before Atzilus. Now, look what he says here. This is very inter- entertaining. This is not the case when it comes to Torah Mitzvahs. You have a pair of Tefillin. They're laying on the table. They're a kosher mood, they're the best Tefillin. When you put them on, when, right now when they're sitting on the table, they are not a Mitzvah. Okay? They don't become a Mitzvah until they're on somebody's arm and on somebody's head. When they're put on somebody's arm and somebody's head, there's no visible change. You don't see a change. There's nothing, there's no chalois, if you want to use the yeshivish language. There's no change in the, in the tefillin. What's more, he adds, even a mitzvah, where the creation of the item itself is the completion of the mitzvah, it's not a godly change, it's change. Well, maybe they shamayim keep it feel. It doesn't happen in, in the revenge lab's hands as it does by davening. By davening, when the when the when the person who is sick is healed, our tefila made the revenge lab cure this person. Hashem is making the change. Here, for instance, when you write a sefer Torah or a mitzvah milah, okay, you take a, a baby who's not gemalit, you perform the mitzvah of milah. The child now has a bris milah. Who made that change? A human being made the change. Yes, he is fulfilling a mitzvah, he's doing it. But what the change that's happening is happening through a human being. Whereas by tefillah, the change that's happening, the Rebbe makes the change. Now, what makes the change by tefillah? She'yam shachas hachiyos mein tzayef baruchu. The change that happens by tefillah, can only come straight, yashar, from the infinite himself. He is the only one that can change anything. Since the only one who can actually make a real change in this Eilam HaAsiyah is the Rabbi himself, you know what kind of power it takes to get it? 
from all the way up there to get the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the infinite energy of Hashem to that bedside of that chaylas so that they can have a refuah. The only way to make that happen is What's required <clears throat> is a deep yearning from below. It's called Mainukvin, the feminine waters. But that is not the case with Talmud Torah that illuminates the world of Atzilas. That anyway was unified all the time with God. Torah was Torah is one with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You're not making anything happen. It doesn't require the yard. You open a Gemara, even if it, a person learns the Gemara without any feeling, without any thought, they are unified immediately with the Ein Saif. It, it's an automatic thing. This concept of the yearning. Notice the language. It starts in the mind and it travels from there to the emotion of the person. These are yearning, burning fires without limitation. It's it's a incredible um, thirst. V'nikra the Torah calls it we say in Krishna you should love Hashem with all of your mind, with all of your very why is that required? because in order to make a call it's going to reach so far that it's going to reach the Ein Saif so that the Ein Saif can make the change in this world that requires a tremendous deep yearning now, this is completely Kabbalistic. There are four ways to spell the name of Yud Kevavke, to fill in the letters. One of them is ends up with being the gematria of, it's the Milui with Yud, Yud Vav Dalid, then He Yud, then Vav Alev Vav, and then He Yud. That equals 63. Those are the 288 sparks. Right. So there were 288 sparks, of which 202 of them were captured in Mitzrayim. Yaakim Avinu says to his children, he sees that there is bar in Mitzrayim. Go down and get the bar. The bar that he's talking about are those 202 sparks that he sees that are captured in Mitzrayim. They're supposed to go down to get the... The other ones are spread out in the United States and in Germany and in Poland and so on for us to collect and bring back to Akadosh Why the United States and why not Australia? Any of the places where you didn't go, the okay. purpose of going there is to collect those sparks. Okay. But the original sparks were in Mitzrayim? The vast majority of them were stuck in Mitzrayim. Now he takes a Gemara and turns it on its head. Mamash, a opposite, completely opposite understanding of a Gemara. The Gemara tells like this. Uh, let me read to you the Gemara. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, come on. Shabbos, Davyudah, So the Gemara there tells us that Let's see if I have it here. 
find it quickly. It's just an important an important Gemara because it's often misquoted. There you go. Gemara says like this. Rava saw Rav Amnuna davening very long. So he said to him, Menichem chaya oilam va'eskim b'chaya shah. You're neglecting eternal life and working and toiling in temporary life. Meaning, the simple reading of the Gemara is, you're neglecting the study of Torah, which is eternal. It's about the world to come. And you're dabbling in Tvila, which is only about uh, Revua, Parnasa, things, matters of this world. So uh, Tvila is called Chayesha, temporary life. Tvila is called eternal life. Look what he does with this Gemara now. For this reason that I just mentioned about the fact that the Rebbeinu Shalom changes the world in davening. It's called bringing his life. Remember the, the Pesach says by um, Cain and Hevel that Hashem turned to Cain's um, to, to Hevel's uh, carbon and not to Cain's. The word there is Sha'ah. He turned to. He's saying it like this. Torah is Chai Olam. Tvila changes the world. Why is it referred to Chai Sha'ah? Because it comes into the world of time. Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach, Hashem Yimlech. In our world, we have time. In the eternal world, there's, there is no time. So Chai Olam is the the structure of eternity. That's the world of the spheres. The world of Shah is this temporary world. That's why Dominic is called the life of the hour. This is Malchus, which is dependent upon time. Vitoira is called Chai Olam Uzerampin Kiramach Pikudin. Here we go. Because the 248 positive mitzvahs are divided among the 10 kalim of the 10 spheres. Now, he's going to decipher this statement. Now you went, you went and made a statement that the 248 mitzvahs are divided into these 10 kalim. He says, One place the Arizal writes that the 248 positive mitzvahs are about the five chasadim. Remember, you know, when we run into this, the five times that we clop the Aishana on Aishana Rabbah is to do away with the five forms of Gevura. The Shasal, the 365 thou shalt not, are the Hegevuras. So here you're dividing it into five. 
third place it says that all 613 mitzvahs come from one place that's called the pure white. So what's going on here? We have three different explanations. The concept is like this. Shekal mitzvahs. All mitzvahs, as we said earlier, are the Sakin Ramach They are designed by Kaddish Baruch Hu to rectify the 248, the structure of that Kaddish Baruch Hu created in Atzilus. How? As he said earlier, by increasing through our Torah and mitzvahs, we increase that energy in that world. Haklulin, that entire structure of Zerampin is made up of Hechasadim Hegvuris. Those things which are made up of Chesed and those things that are made up of constraint. But all of them are funneled to one place which is called Mikorameich and the source of all of this Hulav Nunes is a pure what's called pure white, it's uncolored the source of every color is white now what is that? they give a muscle like this about a person that the source of all human activity is the pursuit of pleasure I think Rav Weinberg, Rav Neuch Weinberg had a, a whole marach on this. But that is pain and pleasure. He had this whole thing about the, the source of everything is in human activity. Now, sometimes pleasure is going to come to us through constraint, and sometimes it's going to come to us through giving and through chesed. So, kaviyochol, on high, the same thing takes place. There is a there is a ultimate pleasure, a desire, which is to give of himself. That is the earliest source. And then, then that withdrawal from there is split the Tariya Gamshachas Pratias to 613 individual accounts. The Vibchinis Erechamitz is according to what each mitzvah is designed by Kodesh Baruch Hu to do. Kigain, for instance. Bitzdako Gimidos Chasadim. When a person gives tzedakah or does an act of loving kindness, is nimshach baruchu. So one makes a withdrawal from the infinite energy of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Lichitzonius haklidechesed happen into the again that form of chesed on high. Conversely, ubikiyum adinin when we enforce. Judgment, the same thing applies when we act in mercy. Mercy and chesed are not the same. That's why I used the example before of bone marrow. The, The pathway, the thoroughfare of the withdrawal is through the internal life of whatever form it is, whether it's Chesed, or it's Gvura, whichever one it is. Shem dechilu v'rechilu sichli imatibiyim. Whether it is love and fear, which is intellectual or natural. Shem chines meichin dekatnus v'gadlis. Now, this again becomes very uh, one of these things that that you know 
It's a wow moment. For this reason, we find that Meshur Rabbeinu was so incredibly insistent. Meshur Rabbeinu pleads and pleads and pleads. There was 252 tefillahs to go into the land of Israel. Why did he want to go in? The Gemara says they wanted to eat the fruit. He wanted to fulfill the mitzvah of Meisr. He wanted to fulfill the mitzvahs of Truma. He wanted to fulfill the mitzvahs that could only be fulfilled in the land. Because that is the entire goal of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did in creating this entire chain event to create a physical world. To bring into this world the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To be able to go through the process of planting and harvesting and then taking off the mice and all those things because that allows the elevation of those sparks and that's where the nitzites are hidden out they're hidden out in the physical world they don't exist in the world of Atzilus so Meish Rabbeinu pleads to go into the world because the entire goal of the Arizal says that the entire goal of the physical world is for a Jew to be able to elevate those sparks those sparks are contained in the physical matter of the world, and when a Jew fulfills that any physical mitzvah, they're mevara those nitzites as Moshe Rabbeinu de- desperately wanted to do that. Now, fascinating Allah. Talmud Torah always takes precedence. However, if your mother tells you to take out the garbage, and your sister's not home. And there's nobody else to do it. You're obligated to close the Gemara and to go do what your mother told you to do. And the same is true with any other mitzvah that cannot be done through somebody else. Even though the study of Torah is greater, a mitzvah will take precedence. Because the reason is because since mitzvahs maisius have such an incredible power of selection and elevation of these sparks therefore the study of Torah is always set aside if no one is going to do that selection now that's one reason there's another reason another reason that physical mitzvahs are greater I'll tell you another reason that the physical mitzvahs are greater than the study of Torah. Listen to this. Learning about physical mitzvahs is greater than other forms of learning. Greater than even just the intellectual pursuits. Which is the love and the fear that are just intellectual. Because you're going to ask, The Pasuk says you should cleave to Hashem. And Chazal tell us that you should cleave to Him, meaning, by emulating Hashem's Midas, no human being can connect to Hashem's Midas. The only thing we can connect to is the existence of the Midas, not the essence of the Midas. The essence of the Midas are far beyond any human concept. And therefore, all we could do 
is learn about chesed, know that chesed exists, and try to emulate whatever we know about chesed. But to really connect to the chesed itself is beyond human comprehension. Like we learned earlier in Igeres HaKodesh, number 15, where Avraham Avinu said, Avraham Avinu said about himself, I'm but dirt and dust. And he said there in the name of the great Magid, the Baltanya wrote there, that Avraham Avinu said that about his own neshama, that was the essence of chesed. He said, yeah, I'm the essence of chesed after it's been burnt into ash. That, that's all that's left of it by the time it comes down. So, the same is true of any Mida. You cannot connect to absolute godliness because it's beyond human comprehension. Forget about take if we can't connect to the Midas, we certainly cannot connect to the essence of Hashem, to the infinite. No mind can comprehend it. In his energy, and the life flow of energy that comes from Hashem. The only thing we can connect to is his existence itself. He is the one who gives life to all of them. We can't connect to his essence. Not only can we not connect, but the angels can't connect either. They exclaim, Kodesh, Kodesh, Kodesh. Hashem Tzorkas, they say Hashem is removed, he's removed, he's removed. So if they can't, for sure us humans can't. Levad alulim anetzalim, except for the earliest emanations of Hashem, masigim kolechet bi'ilosi, each one in their step have some level of understanding. As the Eitzchayim writes. Avalei ben Ivraim. But that doesn't apply to creations. In every generation, there's a neshama that comes from the world of Atzilus, like Maish Rabbeinu. He had a neshama from the world of Atzilus, and even he couldn't grasp HaKadosh Baruch himself. Hashem says to him, All you're going to be able to see is my back. You're not going to be able to see me from the front. So, no human being can connect directly with Hashem through their intellect. Here is the, here are the other shoe drops. But when it comes to the fulfillment of an action mitzvah, it is a god, a godly action. True. There is a chain effect that allows those mitzvahs to come into existence. From the kalem of until it comes into our world, but it is it is sent what we are handling, what we are doing when we fulfill a physical mitzvah is godly. It's a direct, intimate connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, let me give you a marshal. In the way of a parable. Esrig, Uminov. The mitzvah of Lulav and Esrig. Hilbish ben Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem put into the esrig mimuuson v'atzmuuson dechsodim pnimim dezerabin. In the esrig is the essence of Hashem's chesed in the deepest way. V'hainim ibrinus chitzuniyos, and yes, it is obviously in a in an external format. Kenoid the bechol mitzvahs ma'asiyas, 
but nonetheless, it is absolute godliness. That'll never happen with a human being. I feel the Yeshlein Neshama that see this even if he has the most exalted, sublime soul. The fact is, as long as that soul is contained in a body, it's never going to happen in his life. That he'll be able to grasp the essence of Shalpnimis Achsadim Dezeram B'Datzilos. He'll never be able to grasp that level of godliness. It can't happen. We can. It does say, We should try to emulate Hashem's Midas. Through the best of our efforts of creating fear and love of Hashem. You'll be able to see me from behind. Even that is only in the process of prophecy. The reason for this is, It is impossible for a creation to grasp anything about the essence of godliness, which is Hashem Himself, the Creator. And if there is no grasping, if there is no understanding, it's not a true connection. But that's not the case when we're holding that esrig in our hand. The life essence of that esrig. It sounds like Chagadia. It's chius comes from, directly from the essence of the chius of the structure of Atzilus, Shubchidus of the Kus, which is godliness. Any fruit of a mitzvah is Batzilus. Kilamit Kalim Datzilus Yodul the Briya Asiya, Aide Slapshis Binukvid Asiya Bimhos Bimhos. That's the process, the Kabbalistic process that allows the Esrik that comes into being. And he concludes Kia Kalim Datzilus Nasin Nishama Basiya. Those external Kalim of the highest world of Atzilus. Become a neshama in the world of Asiya, in our world, Shubchinus of the Kus Mamash, it is literally godliness. Because as we discussed earlier, in the world of Atzilus, Hashem and everything that He caused to happen are absolutely unified. Hamatzil, He who emanates, Vanetz on that which was emanated. By that process, the Esri came into existence. So now you have an Esri, which is a direct connection to that godliness. So what comes out of this is when you're holding an Esri, and you shake it as the halacha requires, what you're holding on to is the closest connection a person can come to to godliness itself which is completely connected to the infinite light of the creator but when we're talking about our meager intent in amassing the typhus we can't grasp it even somebody who knows the greatest secrets of Torah, elements use all he knows is that they exist, Philemoso, but not their essence. All right, let's take it up from oh, another two lines. 
He says, I want to tell you an interesting thing. We just discussed that the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Esrik is the deepest connection. He says, I want to tell you one step deeper. When you learn the laws of the Esrik, you now have taken the esrig into your brain. So you're able to take the advantage of the esrig, that's a chafetz of godliness, and when you learn the halachas of the esrig, then you're able, mamish, to somehow internalize it. Then for sure, somebody who learns the secrets of the mitzvah of esrig. But that's only true if we're studying the Kabbalistic secrets behind the mitzvah. That's for sure no worse than learning the laws. It has advantages over that. Even though you can't get the essence. And we'll take it up from here next week.